Hello guys, hope everybody's doing well. I've now, well I'm now in Boston, I've been here, shit I think today's like day two, so I think I arrived probably like 4pm on Thursday, which I which I have to say, like this is going to sound probably Stone Age, but it fucking blows my mind that you could work a morning shift in Dublin probably like 9am until like 11 maybe 8 to 11 you could squeeze a few meetings in and then you could get a taxi to the airport for noon and then fly to boston at um, two o'clock in the afternoon dublin time and you get the you get to boston at four so of course you lose um because of time time change um you go back five hours but you could basically work a morning shift in dublin and then work from like 4.30 by the time you'd get to the office to like, I don't know, 6 in Boston. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in Boston. Um, I, I've had a pretty relaxed time so far. So um, part, of, part of race week that I really probably... I, it's not that I struggle with it. It just... Look, nothing in life really comes easy, right? So there's like... There's kind of like, to me, like good things in life, like are worth making sacrifices for and like dedicating yourself and applying yourself. And so like one of the toughest thing probably in the last two weeks here is like I talked to you guys about like cutting out butter, cutting out like unnecessary sugars. And that's kind of like sweets and chocolate. And, um, and so like I'm in Boston, not only that, on the flight like this is this is cruel but like the options on the flight were like you know steak salmon veg potatoes like all this lovely stuff um and like even like the snack when we landed was like like a I think it was a steak and mushroom pie or a chicken and leek pie and i was in business class so like it's a fucking really good looking pie <laughs> and then she was like or like or there's a Mediterranean salad option. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. Like, normally I'd have got both. Normally I'd be quite cheeky and be like, oh, like, can I have both? Um, and of course I took the salad and was like, Bleh. so that's been quite tough. Um, I have three bags of sweets in my suitcase. So I have a bag of midget gems, a bag of sports mixture, um, and a bag, oh fuck, a bag of Haribo wine gums. Oh, I'm smiling so much about those. They are incredible. Um, and I just haven't allowed myself to have them. So the the I'm going to eat them after the race. Probably not all three bags, but um, and my brain yesterday was like, oh, you could start eating those because that's like carbo loading. But it's just my brain just fucking wants the sweets. Like it's not thinking about carbo loading, even though it it, it is carbs, but it's just sugar. But I knew I know that there'd be a better option, you know, a bagel or um, some porridge or some pasta or rice, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, look, it's nice to be here. I like if I'm being really honest, like it was a, it was a, it was a long, a long couple of weeks in terms of like trying to decide what to do. Right up until like a week ago, you know, I, I was having conversations with um, people close to me a week ago if I should do Belfast Marathon or not, you know, like, and I was, there's so many ways you can spin it, 
and justify it like home marathon it's the irish championships you know i like maybe i'd win and and i haven't won a marathon um i don't think ever and there there's loads of different ways you can spin it um but but a couple of things were very important um i'm contracted to boston which is you know that's it's really important in life to do the right thing and and if the right thing is like basically i i couldn't do belfast because i'm contracted to boston but of course i could have done it nobody can really stop you but what then happens after that is like you're going to wait for this email to come in that you know maybe maybe they're pissed off maybe they're annoyed maybe they're angry maybe they're disappointed maybe you don't ever get invited back and and these are the kind of things you're trying to avoid so but the reason i'm telling you that is because it it had been it it had just been a it felt like a rough period of of indecisiveness and and uncertainty and unsure of myself and it all comes back to being unsure of yourself and unsure of what you're doing and um normally in the past i'm i'm so you know focused and so electric in terms of like london's the big goal that's it you know 10 weeks all roads lead to london it's what you're thinking about on runs etc etc whereas you know this one was a bit different and maybe that was always going to be the case after like the Olympics and I'm really not sure. Um, or maybe it just happened to fall into a time in my life where I was a little bit on edge and a little bit um, all over the place, a little bit more than normal. But, you know, I I, I did start working with some new therapists and um, I, I felt like it gave me real like clarity, was the word you could say is, and like just felt a lot more relaxed around what i was doing i'm I'm sleeping way better and and that focus became a lot more zoned in on on boston and so obviously now to to be here and um to be going through the the whole pre-race what you do which i have to tell you like it's not that exciting um you know you get here thursday and normally you'd get the a race hotel um usually usually on a friday and then usually a friday night and then you sleep over to the saturday and then the sunday's normally race day um but of course i've got here thursday with the race monday and so there's a bit more time like time to kill i suppose you could say so in the mornings i've been going to like a really nice coffee place and just like i guess being as normal as i possibly can be so like still going and enjoying a nice coffee and and if i was in another city or i was on holiday or you know that's kind of the the thing that i'd want to do like go sit and you know find a nice coffee place and read a book or you know just really relax and not there's no rush so all i've got time is what you could probably say and so today i'll be i had i had breakfast today i didn't have breakfast yesterday but i did have breakfast today um, I had a bowl of porridge, two bowls of porridge, and they were quite small bowls. But today's the first day that I really put probably like like a proper emphasis on carb loading. So like yesterday I did a little bit, and that's like three days out. And then today, like you can't skip meals. That's what's really important about today. Like definitely don't skip meals um, and, you know, crack on and get your um, get your carbs in. So had a bowl of porridge that was at like seven o'clock and then i went there a little because obviously like seven o'clock is like noon at home 
so i've done really well to like adjust quite well but i'm not gonna like sleep past seven now because like in my head that's kind of an advantage i have over you know some of the other competitors that you know they might have came from the west coast and and actually seven o'clock for them is like probably like 4 a.m whereas for me it's like 12 noon so like i'm kind of sleeping in until seven whereas they're like having to set an alarm and really start adjusting to getting up a bit earlier and this can all have an effect on then how you feel on the start line so a couple of bowls of porridge then i walked i think like just under half a mile to the nice little coffee place and i had a little coffee and then i read i'm reading a book called fuck it's really bad i don't even know the name of it i tell you what i don't actually think i'm going to read that one so i'm going to read a book called hail mary um sorry the my um you get a lot of like fire brigades and and it's kind of like in the movies like police cars i think in these big fucking cities they just like to be heard and they just ring their bells and their sirens and all the rest of it like mm, here we go anyway i'm reading hail mary which is um if anybody's seen i'm i'm going to read i oh no actually let me tell let me tell the truth um what i was reading was 26 marathons by meb kifletsky and he won boston so i wanted to read the, the i've read it before but i wanted to read the chapters on boston just to see if i could kind of pick anything up and yesterday i actually watched um the 2017 version of the boston marathon which again was was quite interesting just to see parts of the race and how it unfolds and there really isn't a mile that's flat like it just rolls all the time by the looks of things um the weather for monday is actually predicting um like a cross headwind so like the wind that you'd like is west southwest so you want it coming from the west southwest and that would like be a tailwind all the way to the finish line and i'm pretty sure we have like an east northeast <laughs> i'm laughing because like of course we fucking do like every marathon i do is just like if if there could be something working against you mate i swear this fireman's just doing laps he's just doing laps like like waking people up in the city it's probably like when you request like a wee alarm in the morning but we've got the fire brigade and the police going again um so yeah of course it's a bloody headwind um which is a it's kind of annoying like i mean it could have been anything else like it literally there's there's like north south east west which sounds really retarded but it could have been like three of the other ones and it would have been like either kind of a tail or like a crosswind but of course no it has to be the exact opposite to what you'd want <laughs> and like oh yeah i did have a little laugh about that which i thought was good so um so i've been reading yeah like meb's book undulating course um looks like it could be a bit of a headwind but at the end of the day like you're here to you're here to like be competitive i i don't really like care of course i care about time like we all do but actually like my goal is to come here to boston and 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 be competitive you know like race and and i don't know if i'll be racing you know for the like top 10 or or you know if i'll be racing for top 20 or i'll be racing for top 15 i don't i don't know the answer to that question because you find out really when the gun goes um at this point you know you're 
you do all this treeing in and there's such fine margins like remember that five seconds per mile either way and you're either in the race or you're not in the race so like i'm thinking back to some of my like longer tempos and like maybe like that like 20 mile run that i did at like 514 or 515 you know maybe if that was like 505 to 510 instead of 510 to 515 well then you know maybe that's you being able to come here and be in the you know the top group but actually I, I don't know because I've never it's been a long time since I've prepared in Belfast like the last time I prepared in Belfast to race a marathon was London 2018 maybe and like I suppose for context I did like two times six mile tempos and was maybe like 520 and then 515 and that was like that was like harder so like now that I'm like way way ahead of that um you know it's a great sign but of course like I said I it's been so long since I've prepared in Belfast that I wouldn't know I mean I did like two or three 15 mile sessions that were coming out much closer to five minute mile and 503 504 but it's all relative like it I, i've seen other people do much better stuff and then of course i've seen other people do not as good stuff so um i don't know where that'll land me but i guess talking about the hills the rolling it's just it's just undulating um and and i think talking about the, the headwind like it doesn't matter because you're here to you're here to race and and you know find out from when the gun goes to the finish line how many people you can beat and how many people you can not let beat you that's the that's the essence of racing so today we're back to today um go to the porridge go to the coffee shop have a coffee i've already done that read my book come back eat a banana and then 45 minutes after eating my banana i so two hours before coffee sorry two hours before porridge um 45 minutes before banana and then what I've been doing is like a bit of yoga and stuff again. I've been doing that for like the last two weeks. So um, I'm going to do some yoga. And then after I do some yoga, I'll go for probably about 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes run. And on the way back, so I guess I'll run 20 minutes. And then on the way back, I'll do 10 minutes a bit faster. And then that means I guess I'll run 36, 37 minutes maybe. Um and I'm like, this is not, this is just in my like trainers and no like, no like racing shoes or anything like that. Like just, just 10 minutes, a little bit harder. Um, but normally yesterday I'd have done like a proper session, like a, like a 2k tempo and then a 1k at like 240, like pretty fast, pretty hard. Um, and that's something that Rob brought to the table and, and, you know, it was something that I had sort of relied on coming up to races but it actually the last two times i've done it it actually made my calf tighten up a bit and you've only got like two days to the race start line and so to fly to fly to boston from ireland one night's sleep and then the next morning to go and do like a 2k tempo and then a 1k hard now it could be that i was doing the 1k a bit too fast and a bit too hard um or it could just be that I think coming up to a big marathon, your body just tightens up a wee bit. It gets a bit defensive. And then to ask it to go and do something like that, um, I've just found myself getting unnecessarily unnecessarily needed treatment in those last few days and looked at it and thought, you fucking did that to yourself. 
you did that hard K to hope that your legs would feel better on race day. And in the end, you're on a massage table getting your legs treated. Like, what the feck? It doesn't really make sense. So, and, and it's fine if you've stayed in Ireland or if, you know, you could do it before you traveled or things like this. But I think if you take into account travel and dehydration and I basically just woke up yesterday and thought, you know what? All I should be doing between now and race day is like I'm in a good place. I'm healthy. The yoga's feeling good. Treatment had went really well. There's nothing right now that could stop me from having like a good day. And so why why create something? Why run the risk of creating something in the hope? It's it's kind of like I'm trying to reverse that psychology of more, more, more. You know, like always trying to do more to make yourself feel better on race day. And there's people that like I don't know. There's probably people do fucking stair jumps the day before a race because they think it's going to give them a little bounce on race day and and in reality in reality the stair jumps probably fatigue them or they might even hurt themselves which fucks their race up or you know the like they might have felt good on race day anyway without the bloody stair jumps and so it's trying to keep it simple right so 40 minutes i'll probably do that at about let's see what time we're on 8 35 probably about nine um and i'll go get that done and then i'll come back i'm probably gonna have a hot bath there'll be no hot bath tomorrow but today it's just nice to just sit for like 20 minutes and and you know watch something on the ipad or something like that just relax um and then i pretty much probably have another little stretch after the hot bath um and then i have a bagel that i took from breakfast so bagel peanut butter and jelly as americans say um, I'll hydrate. I need to actually think about that right now. I remember I told you guys before, two or three days before, you're you're sipping on electrolytes quite a lot to make sure you're, you know, fully hydrated, especially after travel. Um, and then, oh yeah, then I have lunch at twelve. Then I've got a massage at one, and then at three o'clock I'm going to an event. It's called Whoop. Like it's a Whoop event, and Whoop is like a sleep tracker, an activity tracker, um, and that they have released like a new version of their Whoop wristband, and so I'll go to that and I'll see. I guess do we say what all the fuss is about and see? Um, I'm actually wearing my aura ring, and maybe I'll have to like take that off to go. Kind of feels a wee bit naughty. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I mean, I'm not sponsored by either. Whoop had sent me stuff in the past. Um, but I, I struggled with the wrist heart rate, to be honest. Um, and I, I think they've improved that, which is why I'm quite keen to go. Um, so this Whoop 4.0, I actually believe I read a heart rate monitor. And I really tried to encourage that, that they get like a chest strap for when you're actually out exercising. Um, because the heart rate data is just way wrong on the wrist. And maybe it's my wrist in particular. That could be quite... Yeah, maybe maybe that's the problem. You know when you have to look inside and realize that you're the problem, not something else? So I'll go to the Whoop event. I think it's three to five. Um, and then, fuck, like then it's like dinner time. No, dinner's six. And basically I've been going to bed at about eight. So I try to make it to like 6.37 before I go to dinner. And then I go to dinner when I'm starving. I literally was starving yesterday, but that was my own fault. I need to take some food today from lunch. Um, 
and yeah that's like that's the height of it barely any running um keeping the steps as low as i possibly can so that sounds silly but like the aura ring track steps and you're just trying to be off your feet and legs as much as you possibly can um and then tomorrow's fucking like d-day not d-day monday's d-day but tomorrow's like a day before d-day and yeah you're really like i suppose starting to get nervous and you're prepping your race bottles and you're getting your number and you're sorting your race kit fuck it's all go tomorrow so today's the last day that you really just get to focus on yourself and and resting and um i suppose like just letting everything that you've done all the hard work just just absorb it all let it all just come into your legs come into your body come into your mind um, i'll do like a little bit of meditating today um and look it's 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 everyone has their own preferences most people try to keep themselves busy but that's just because you're not willing to deal with the nerves and the like the pressure that's building and and I don't necessarily think that's the answer. Like like some people go for a couple of runs, some people will, you know, make plans to go meet people and I think a lot of the time that's just you hiding from your own psychology. Um whereas if you just get good at like embracing it, anytime I get nervous or all these like the feels let's call them you know you just just embrace that you've earned it you deserve it like you're, you're supposed to be nervous you're supposed to be excited you're supposed to be worried it's it's natural i'm telling you now like the people banging these doors i'm gonna have to go out and talk to them bang 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 um but right i'm gonna go stretch and yeah look here's the good monday like um i don't really know what to predict um normally i'm so confident and so sure of myself and um i think the olympics really hurt me in terms of confidence like it 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 it, it took something from me i used to be so good at finishing a marathon off like i just called myself a finisher like not as in like in fact a better phrase would have been a closer i was a closer and a closer is the athlete that fucking roars home basically and finishes it off I either really solid or really fast um and obviously at the olympics i fucking dropped out and I, I i just i can't even picture myself doing that now i hope it was complacency and you know hope that the medication played a role in that complacency and and that sort of like settled feeling and just not as arsed feeling um but fuck we'll find out like but i mean i'm, I'm here and even the bags of sweets and stuff i think back to the olympics and i was fucking nailing bags of sweets i was nailing chocolate every day and it's not i'm not going to beat myself up about it i'm not going to be angry about it but i can just see there was just a different focus and it's quite sad to me it's quite sad that i'd got to that level of focus where like eating a big bag of sweets and eating some chocolates and like at the end of the day there's nothing wrong with that like you're not doing anything wrong but it's not super professional in the leading days before you know arguably the biggest race of the year so that's probably the difference now and and i don't know i don't know if i'm more disciplined now and and more dedicated because of the disappointment or because i stopped the medication how would i know there's there's no real way of telling so um look it is what it is um i'm excited for monday i think i'm gonna race really well um, I've trained hard. I've I've averaged more miles than um than for any marathon in the last three, four years, which 
you know that helps um, I don't have any injuries which let's be honest that helps um, I'm healthy and again <laughs> that fucking helps um, and so look like I think we, we can certainly have expectations of a good day I just don't know how good um, it, it's always the problem with running fucking 209 a year ago is it, it just fucking like 210, 211, 212 which are all great times just don't fucking feel as good <laughs> so look um i don't know we'll see I'll, I'll go out and race and bear in mind this race is sometimes one in like fucking two nine two ten so um this is a race this is not a time trial this is not a um it might turn into a time trial because someone decides to race hard from the start but likely this is a race this is a tactical race this can be you know if your goal at the olympics was to run 209 and then Kipchoge wins, and he's the only athlete that runs 209, that was kind of a stupid goal. So your goal has to be to be competitive, to race well, to race smart, and you know to, to finish out a marathon, which will finish out the year and, and bring some of that confidence back that you know you are a really fucking good marathon runner. Um, and I've never came top 10 at a world marathon major, so that would be really cool. Like It blows my mind that I ran 209 at London last year, and came like 11th and this year this year they were handing out top 10s for like 215 216 maybe which fucking really annoys me because i worked so hard for my top 10 um and then like i'm sorry that's really unfair i'm not suggesting that other people didn't work hard of course they fucking did everyone's out there knocking their pan in but it fucking helps that there's like six marathon majors in the space of like a month or like a fucking two-week block and so the marathons i think like looking at the chicago field um i think it wouldn't be that difficult to get top 10 at chicago because maybe there's like um not as many like fast um fast elites it looks very much set up for like the americans galen rupp and sarah hall to um, win those races you don't win a marathon easily though let me like I've really fucked myself up here. I've sold myself short a bit at the end here. It will still be fucking really hard to win Chicago. But what I'm saying is, I think if I'm ever going to come top 10, this might be a good year to do it because, you know, the fields are a little bit diluted um, because of the Olympics, because there's so many world marathon majors. Um, that said, um, I think I'm fucking ranked 20th with 209. So. I don't know. I didn't actually see the full field for London, so I don't know um, if it was a slow day or um, if some of the you know the big guys struggled a little bit. Um, but normally at London, I think again last year I went in with a two eleven PB, and I think I was ranked twenty second. Like London's normally like packed, so I don't really know the story this year. I just seen. I was just very surprised when I, you know, seen the results and seen the 10th place, I think, was maybe 215 or, um, it surprised me, um, but alright guys, I really appreciate you listening, if you've ran your marathon recently, I, I fucking salute you and say well done, <laughs> um, I, it's given me fear, <laughs> I've been walking down the high street, which is called Boylston Street, and that's where the finish line is, and it gives me fucking fear that it's it's 26 miles to get there so look if you're finished your marathon amazing if you've got a marathon coming up i think manchester marathon's tomorrow i know there's other marathons coming up so you know good luck and and run smart and um just just fucking do yourself proud you know like no matter what happens 
if you're flying fucking crack on enjoy it love it if it gets really tough don't fucking do what i did in the olympics i'll regret that for a very long time um but there's nothing you can do you know you can dust yourself off but we've all had moments of where we struggle and, and we doubt ourselves and that was me in the olympics whereas look if you have the chance to suffer on and soldier on you'll be so so proud of yourself at the finish line all right guys appreciate it thanks for listening take care now bye bye